and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Hello. 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 Ah, oh, we're all very cheery. Oh, yeah. At least you could hear me this time. Mm. I, I'm feeling good today. I don't know why. You know, well, maybe you're about cold, to get us killed. But... <laughs> It's a Maybe. new dawn, it's a new day, and soon to be a new character. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> he's I, mean, I think, I think he's, 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 he's laughing with the, with the um, sort of feeling that his character can't die, which he's been proved <laughs> time and again. Yeah. The, um, yeah. the, the rest of us have less confidence, although I, I, st- I still have, well, Tommy has confidence in the plan. Matt knowing he doesn't he... know any better. Yeah, Matt, knowing what he knows, has less confidence in the plan. But, you know, it's um, <laughs> I think it's still the best idea we've had, or at least one of them. I mean, we're not we're not throwing bones at zombie dogs this time or 1v1 me broing um, a null chief, well, null wizard, was he, in the middle of his cave surrounded by all his homies. You know, it's, oh, it's, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it, it's, it's a... It seems seems like it's a smart-ish move, so that's what worries me slightly. <laughs> Feel like you're not playing to your strengths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I let's let's catch everyone who's just joining us up then. So last week, you guys settled up your affairs in Black Frost Fortress, kind of put things in order. Sent your traders off, sent your missionaries off, sent your recruiters off. You kind of got all that sorted. And you hit the trail to make your way over to the Shimmering River Camp, a place that you've known about for a while, and you know an enemy of yours was making his own way back there. Because this is the camp where a lot of the attacks have been coming from, at least from the Orc and Knoll warbands. They have been staging here and sending out various raiding parties. You know that this place is protected, quite well protected, in fact. But luckily, due to some intelligence uh, you found within Black Frost, you've got a good idea of what you're heading into. Or at least, you know reasonably well that there's quite a threat in here. So it made you guys cautious, more than you may have been otherwise. And you actually came up with a plan. And that plan is infiltration. And maybe tearing these people apart a little bit. Which, when you asked Kalemvor for guidance, eh, he told you it might work. Might be some bad sides to it, you're not quite certain. And so you decided, fuck it. We can only find out by starting, right? So Solara cast her seeming spell, which is kind of the thing you guys are hinging this on, and you all transformed into orcs and gnolls. Now... Let's recap for everyone. Who is what? So, Sophia is a knoll, and so is Solara. Mm-hmm. Just regular old knolls. Yep. Um, yeah. Rogar is an orc, and Tommy is um, playing the part of uh, the orc sniper that we encountered and brutally murdered. Yes. Uh, which which may like give Solara some pause, seeing as. The last time she saw him, it wasn't in the greatest of ways. No. <laughs> I was little... running him through with a saber quite handily. <laughs> little bit macabre. Well, I mean, I, I let him fight for his life. What does he want? 
Actually, you uh, ran him through with the uh, dagger of ball. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, you you are playing the part of Wolfmaster Joran, and you've decided, or at least you asked Solara to make him look as injured as possible. In fact, I think you're kind of going with a whole broken jaw motif to try hide the fact you don't speak Orcish. But yep, I assume okay. you are wearing the uh, the helm here so that you can understand what everyone else is saying in secret. Yeah, I, I definitely am wearing it underneath. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm gonna gonna hopefully kind of use use a bit of um, use a bit of sign language to kind of emphasize the fact that I've. <laughs> well, I, kind of, the, the 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 story I'm going with is that um, that he's gonna have been shot through the jaw by me by Tommy, mm. and uh, but he's killed Tommy. But you know, he t- he took a took a nasty shot to the jaw and he, he needs it to heal up. So it's gonna be kind of signing and gesturing and things if if he encounters anyone that he knows mm. uh question does rogar speak orkish can he translate for you um i can well i can understand yeah so you got the same problem mm-hmm. but i can't yeah. speak orkish no i speak common draconic and abyssal so <laughs> uh th- it, this this might not last long so uh, let's see how speaking common works. <laughs> well, I, th- I think I think we've got the um, yeah we've got the idea that we're going to be um, we're going to kind of move around kind of subtly, but if anyone sees us, be as if we're on orders, mm. you know that kind of author you know walk of authority as if right we're on our way to here, um, we're not stopping to chat kind mm. of thing, in the hopes that people get out of our way. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I will give you. One bit of information that I must admit I'd forgotten about myself. So I'll let you change your plan now if you wish to. But Solara does actually speak Orkish. Ooh. Ah. If that wishes you to change things at all. I'll let you do that as a well Ooh. as a freebie. <laughs> do you need do you need to be on the orc side, Rogar, apart from the fact that you're bigger? Is there any reason why? That was the only reason why we put me on the orc side, is that I am larger. Could yeah. Could Solara come to the orc side with me then? Because um, the reason I'm going to the orc side is that I was going to see if I could scope out and put it, perhaps steal the um, the something from the shrine. Yeah, and get it over to the knoll side. And if anyone's going to sneak there, it's probably going to be me. Yeah. So that's why I'm going that side. And it it, it didn't really matter for the other side of things um, with the knoll side. It just made more sense to give us two options. Yeah, you? yeah. Um, I mean, I'm quite happy to go to the other side, providing um, Sophia does not mind. I don't mind. Or we could... Oh, where's the map? Oh, there's, um, there are, um, what do you want to call it? Prisoners, aren't there? Yeah, you're... There you're, you're... Then that might be a way in. I could be a prisoner. Why would it explain... I mean, do the Knolls have a language themselves? They speak Knoll, Abyssal, and some may speak Common, but you're Ooh, Abyssal. Lesser. So I can speak Abyssal. So, and so that, can I. So that makes, uh, that well, makes yeah, it makes sense that we go that way then. Yeah, a lot okay. more sense. I, I think I think we I think we're going in. The point we're going in at is um, is the gap between the two camps. I will say this: um, one of you, either you know, any of you three, do me a. Do me a nature or a religion check, just because you have encountered gnolls a couple times and you've you've gotten to know them a little bit better. I'm proficient mm, I, in religion, I would so. suggest not me. I, I I'm proficient in religion, so I'm quite happy to do that. Yeah, go on. You take a religion check then. 
And I rolled a nat one. Wow. So, oh, okay. Lovely. Would you would you would you let Tommy have a crack? <laughs> I, I, uh, you I, can I, give Rogar um, advantage if you guys are basically huddling around talking about novels and what you've figured out about okay. them so, so far. Roll, roll again, Rogar. Yeah. Oh, 25. 25. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's going to be one of those sessions, isn't it? It's going to be yeah. the, the ones and the nat twenties. <laughs> yeah. So as you guys are kind of chatting, you remember the, you fought Knowles and you've seen Knowles and. Something that stood out to you, and Rogar's trying to remember a few things, then Tommy, you chip in. What about that knoll you guys saw in Milshire? The one that was seemingly leading the sacrifices? The one that seemed a bit more demonic? If any sort of knoll could speak abyssal, it would be one more like that. The fangs of Yinogu, these slightly more demonic blood-filled versions of knolls, these more aggressive ones. You might want to look more like them if you're going to go with pure abyssal speak. Okay, so um, mm-hmm. we'll mention that to Solara then that we want to look like these ones, um, because, well, like you say, um, yeah, I'll say to Solara, look, make us look like these larger gnolls, you know, um, and just because she wasn't there at the time when we encountered it, so I'll just kind of describe it to her, um, as best as Rogar can, mm-hmm. um. You know, uh, so yeah, we'll try and look like them because, you know, if we both speak abyssal, it makes sense, though. Yeah. Not too sure why two of us would randomly show up at any time, but, you know, well, you, um, you, it swings in roundabouts, doesn't it? So so what I'm, what I'm kind of hoping we do, because we, we're, we're coming in at the gap between the two camps um, by the water, is Tommy's going to, my idea anyway, is that Tommy sneaks in first. There is, mm-hmm. there is a watchtower nearby. Kind of sneaks in, has a little look around, make sure there's no nobody nearby, make sure the guard in the watchtower is looking the other way, gets you all to come through, and then you just start wandering through the camp as if you're kind of on your business. You're not you're not really just emerged from anywhere. Hopefully there's enough of them in the camp that it's not going to be massively obvious that two more have appeared. You're just kind of two wandering through the camp from wherever you started to wherever you're going. Yeah. That's my my kind of idea. We're not we're not gonna try and make any kind of if we if it works, we won't be seen entering the camp. We'll just be seen in the camp. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. So yeah, so so you you just looks like you're two that have you know you're 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 on, on your way round, um, maybe kicking a few of the smaller knolls, um, yeah. for laughs and kind of going down to the blood pool to have a drink, maybe um, or the ritual chamber. Yeah, yeah. maybe chuck a few more bones on the bone pile and um, see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, bone pile. Am I yeah. Rogar can go and have a, a nibble on the bone pile and see what what kind of things he finds out. Mm. That's a, that's yeah. a, that's actually quite well. Easy. That, that I just kind of see how they die, so you know, probably <laughs> horribly. I mean, that that that, that <laughs> isn't that like Rogar goes to the movies though, effectively. Next one. Oh, sick. Next one. Right. So we're assuming there's something in the the ancestral ancestral grounds that you can steal. I mean, I mean, I've I've got a couple of couple of things I want to do. I want to have a look around the war tent and see mm-hmm. if I can, you know, eavesdrop or listen into what's going on. If we know where the, because um, this isn't the people, this isn't rather well, giants in charge anyway. This is this is just um, the the main body of the forces. So if we can find out a little bit more about who's in charge, um, and then yeah, realistically, I want to see if I can get to the ancestral grounds and then um, pick up. I don't know. I'm assuming there's going to be some kind of totems or offerings or something like that, or some kind of votive thing, or 
I don't know, whatever's in there, if it's portable, I'm going to try and get it, try and, try and sneak it out of there and see if I can get it over to the null side. Um, and you guys yeah, know who to look to for because you yeah. recognize, you'll be able to recognize me because I, I, I'll stand out from the rest because I look like an actual real orc. Um, if you see me me coming, I can try and like slip it to you guys, and then you can I don't know, chuck it on the grand bonfire, parade it round, laugh about it, piss on it, whatever you want to do, um, to piss the orcs off. Yeah, and then I can we we can kind of come up and lamp you, and then it can all kick off or something. If worse comes to worse, why don't you insult Baroth, the massive knoll? Uh, yeah, I, exactly. I, I might do that. Maybe just maybe. Just, I just try and snipe him. <laughs> <laughs> that would be epic. <laughs> oh, that would be so in character. <laughs> and it, 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 it'll look in character for an orc as well, because he's an orc with a sniper rifle. So, exactly. Yeah. Just like, oh, I mean, it, it, can we just do that? <laughs> well, I mean, but the thing is, it'll be like, why has he done that? Because you're and, a dick. Yeah, I know, but it has to come from somewhere. I don't know. Mm. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. But, it's a uh, good outline of a plan. Yeah, and and then and obviously if things stuff might emerge, like you know, you you might wander in and some orcs might be like being dicks in front of you, and you might just decide to, decide to slap one, and it might kick off from there. It doesn't really doesn't really need to be. The only reason I want the ancestral grounds, the only reason I think that makes the most sense, is because you really want something that'll piss the orcs off. Like I said last time, you want something mm, yeah. that'll keep the fight going longer than like the the big bosses coming out of the tent and telling everyone to calm down. The aim of the game is to cause mayhem so that they don't attack the fort, the black frost. We we we, we we kind of, we kind of want ideally in in the best possible world we cause something that sets up so much animosity that this very fragile alliance breaks down completely. Mm-hmm. And they're more interested in fighting one another than they are in whatever the main plan was, at least for the time being. Uh, and then, and then, off the back of that, if I can sneak in while this while the big fight's going on into the war tent, grab any plans or any other information, so we know what they were planning to do, that would be useful as well. And if we can kill the Fate Weaver in the process, then all the better. But I think one of the moot that the highest things is to kill the Fate Weaver. I would say. Yeah. Well, he's, 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 he's the only he's, one that, that cares about us. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's gung ho about probably coming back and finding this map. Where did I? I heard where he was last time. I can't remember what, what that was. He was in his tent. Just he's just in his tent, chilling out. And, well, and he was. I think he was trying ra- to raise an army, raising some more. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which side would it be in? Uh, it'd be in the orc side. He's an orc. Oh right. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I assume uh, we don't know. We don't know which is his tent, but maybe. Um, Solara can ask. Yeah. Is this I mean, a good it, plan? It, it helps that Solara's also got the highest charisma of us all by far. <laughs> um, so she might might be able to convince a few orcs that she's an orc. And it also helps that gnolls have no charisma at all, so it doesn't really matter that you guys aren't... <laughs> <laughs> Cheers! What are you I trying mean, to say here? I, I, what, what, what I mean is that you, you, you generally are, you smell better and act better than most gnolls. So, you know, you're actually, if anything, you're going to stand up by being too clean cut. <laughs> We're that, learned. That's, that's, that's both Sophia and Rogar. Rogar, who yeah. smells like a corpse, and Sophia, who smells like cow shit. So. Oi! <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong, but seriously, dude. 
Sorry. Well, this, that's, that's just getting back to you for all the fucking reading jokes, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, one last question before you guys go in. You also brought both Martin and our four with you, and you summoned Dwayne so he can act as a bit of cavalry. Are you disguising Martin and our four, or just leaving them looking like themselves? I think, I think we should disguise them anyway, but I don't think yeah. we should. We, they should come in now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll, they'll be as disguised as we are in case like they, they we're, we're trying to get them to go far enough away they won't get encountered like spotted by a roving patrol or something mm-hmm. um because yeah. Dwayne's got the movement to get them there fairly quickly but even then we don't want to risk it we don't want just like a random like very large man and a robot sat outside the camp gonna raise a few suspicions i'm gonna say yeah. them like because of how big martin is they need to be orcs yeah, yeah probably because i don't I, even though like um r4 could be a knoll uh, why would there be an orc and a knoll just yeah randomly that, that's gonna raise, raise suspicions as well so yeah, yeah, we'll, exactly. we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll make them both be both be orcs and then even when they ride in to try and save the day we could potentially call them in for a different plan if we need to think up something quickly yeah 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 okay i mean it sounds like cookton thinks this is a good idea <laughs> I, think, I, I, think, I think I think genuinely we've impressed Cookson enough with our plan this time because he was expecting us to wander into the camp <laughs> based on our previous escapades. So, or, or maybe not. But I, 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 I think I think this, as I say, I keep saying it, but I think this has been a decent plan. And when it goes wrong, I'm going to be sad. <laughs> wrong, regardless, because of of uh, because of Rogar. Well. If we get to that point, and it doesn't go wrong for some other reason. Yeah. Hey, we we got to live that long, love. <laughs> <laughs> this, 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 is, this is like the, the, the final dying fuck you to, um, <laughs> to the Hell Knight. It's like he's, he's going to rock up, everyone's going to be dead. And he's going to be like, oh, I was expecting a fight, I came all this way. And just like, yeah, fuck you, and then die. <laughs> Where's my sword? I fucking yeeted it into the river. Go find it, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, plans set. Let's let's get into this. As night falls and you are all disguised for the next eight hours, you make your way to the only real gap in this camp's walls, which is where the river runs through. And especially at this point in the river, the river is basically just running pure rust red, and you see once again just body parts flowing by and various other things that you probably don't want described in detail and you're going to try and make your way into the camp so for everyone going inside which is just you four we need first stealth checks and second athletics checks but i also need to ask are any of you attempting to go to the null side now or are you all going to the orc side um would there be any point in us being on the orc side at all no uh, I think it might look strange. In fact, yeah. let's go. Um, uh, what, what, to... what? What? Why? Would <laughs> <laughs> it look strange? Because no, 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 not 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 why to you? What? Why to Cookson? Why is he asking us? What? What? So, what, what extra steps are involved here? Well, as you get close to this gap, I mean, you can see at this point the river is at least twenty-five foot across and about fifteen foot down to get to the horribly discolored water. So you're going to have to get across that gap, is what I'm saying. Uh, is it? Is it if, if I, well, 
So, can I sneak through first before everyone else and see if, yeah, we, if, see if, we've, and see if we've got any space? And I can also sort of look at the bridges between the two, see if they're unguarded, and see if they, see if it would be sensible to, for them to come in on this side and then go to the nearest bridge and kind of make their way across there. If it's if it's if it's because it's, it's kind of dark, wondering if you know if, if anyone's being particularly sensible inside the camp with sentries or whatever, whether the um, the sentries are looking outward rather than in. Um, so yeah, that kind of makes sense to me. And also, um, if we're going to make stealth checks, uh, could we could we be blessed, or is it is it blessed for, con- for that, or is it what's the one that you can do to? I'm thinking guidance, I believe. Guide, no, sorry, guidance. Yeah, not bless. Guidance. Oh no, I could do bless. No, uh, no, that's that, that's, like, that's that's combat, really. Yeah. You guidance, which oh, is your cantrip, which is an extra d4 on your abilities. Yes, that's the one. Which would be which would be quite nice for when everyone's rolling stealth. It's an extra like d4 more points to being yeah. unseen, and d4 more points towards um, trying to acrobatics as well. Was it athletics? You said athletics. Athletics, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I, it's because it's a cantrip. I just touch every single one of you fuckers, and. However, it's concentration, so you'd be doing it one at a time. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Well, it's, it's it's let me go first anyway, because I want to scope if they're coast clear, and if they see me, then we're all fucked. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Add a D four. Okay, I will do. And it's only to one check from the look of it. I think yes. so. And then it's um, moved. Yeah, but I can spam it. No, because you have to be touching him. You can't spam it if he's halfway hanging off. Oh well, okay. well no, I meant like him. with the other people. Okay, oh so yeah, yeah, with everyone else, you can basically touch yeah. them, they go. Touch them, they go. That's yeah. how yeah. love works. Go, go, go. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, right, and a twenty-five to my stealth and a seventeen for my athletics. Okay. So hopefully Tommy. that's okay. <laughs> As the uh, new wolfmaster, you sneak up to the gap in the river, kind of very carefully lower yourself down underneath the the wooden walls and hang for a moment as you swing your leg up the other side and climb up to safety. You are on the other side of the wall and inside the camp. Where you've appeared, and you can see to your your left, essentially, to the west of the camp, a sentry tower probably about 50-60 foot away from you. Um, looks like you weren't noticed. There is someone up there guarding with a uh, longbow, but they're not looking in your direction at the moment, and you've been quiet enough to not give them any reason to. And the bridge, does it look like it's guarded, the nearest bridge? Uh, the nearest bridge does not look guarded. It seems to be at the back of another large building. It's about 60 foot away from you, Okay. heading essentially north through the camp. I'm going to kind of, because um, I'm, I'm not too far away, I'm going to sort of whisper quiet, quietly, okay, player. Right, Rogar, do you want to go next? Well, yeah, because oh, if, if, yeah. if, if we're going to fail, no offence, Rogar, <laughs> on the stealth, it's, it's probably going to be failed. Yeah, so. Disadvantage. With a plus, plus four. Plus, uh, plus oh, I, I, I didn't actually add, add my four. plus D4, sorry. Um, I got an extra two, so it's 20, 27, but. Hmm. Right. So, <laughs> disadvantage, a thirteen plus my d4, uh, one of those plus a one, 14. so that's a fourteen. And oh no, I only get it on uh, saving throws, don't I? My uh, plus three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah, and athletics as well. Fourteen and my athletic 
A 21 on my flags. 21. You know we're near as stealthy as Tommy, but again, you kind of handily pull yourself around the wall without slipping at all, even though it's not uh, not the easiest thing to get around, but thankfully the floor doesn't give way and you don't go tumbling into that nasty-looking water below. And as you get round, you also feel safe. Awesome. That sentry doesn't look in your direction. That is a bonus. <laughs> so I'm going to keep keeping keeping an eye on the sentry. I'm going to say, Okay, Claire! Alright, my turn. 16. I okay. think... Can I add my d4 onto my athletics? Oh, you shouldn't have gone next, but never mind. Oh, sorry. I'm only saying that because you, you can't now bless Solara. Solara. <laughs> but no, it's okay. It's, it's alright. She's... She, she's, she's she should be okay, hopefully. Yeah, and athletics fought, in the strength check, though, for Solara. Yes, it is. Bugger. Can I can I kind of get to get to that side to see if I can give her a hand, or is it just going to be a case of hoping for the best? Could I could I um could I give give her the help action to try and come through? Yes, but if she still fails, she'll drag you in as well. Okay. Because you're essentially you're going to have to hold on to the wall with one hand, reach out. And kind of pull around, and if she stumbles, you're both going to tumble. That's 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 that's. I'll, I'll I'll take that risk because we're both orcs anyway, so we can try and pretend we've like gone for a piss on the edge and fallen in or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm willing My to bad. take that. Oh, six. So even with a d4. Um. So that was that was the help action with you. Um. One second. Um. Oh, you're gonna just, just you're gonna just luck it. Yeah, I'd luck it then. Fuck it. If that's alright, Kirkson. You gonna use your hook? Sure. Yeah, probably not a great time to use it, but... Well, I think... I don't think you want to fall in the water and alert everyone. No. A nine. Plus. Plus a d4. So ten. ten. That's really bad. Okay. So with a ten. Though you feel yourself being particularly stealthy... Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, as you're trying to shimmy around the edge of the wall, a bit of the dirt gives away underneath your foot, and you slip straight down into the water. As you momentarily sink, for starters, give me a constitution saving throw. Shit. Eleven. Is she close enough to me to benefit from my plus three? Mm, Your plus three is within, what, ten feet? Yes. And then no, because it's a 15-foot fall into the water. That's fine, that's fine. I'll just throw it, throw it out. Yeah. <laughs> Worth a try. Yeah. Yeah. So you slip and go straight under. Now, you're going to have to roll athletics again. Are you trying to get back up on the orc side, or are you going to say fuck it at this point and go over to the knoll side? Fuck it. And just seem like I'm bloody drunk and I've fallen over. So you're going to knolls? Yeah. Okay. Do me Is that more difficult, did you say? No, no. Just I'm wet anyway. Fuck it. Yeah, you've already crashed straight into the water. Fifteen. Fifteen. You swim across and manage to pull yourself up on the knoll side, completely drenched in this rust-red water. And you just go into a complete coughing fit. You're trying to wipe the blood off of yourself. And then you keep wiping and wiping. And you realize your eyes are starting to swell and bleed. Oh, fuck's sake. What's in the fucking water? You have contracted sight rot. Gross! <laughs> okay. You feel pretty bad at the moment, but you expect you'll probably feel worse after a while. Bugger fuck. 
We don't have a potion of cure disease, do we, at the moment? No. Unfortunately not. Solara up next. Well, that's one person in the drink. <laughs> Is this where the plan falls apart? <laughs> um, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll just have to see what, what happens. Um, I was going to say, I don't know. Oh, shit. Ugh, stealth's a bit shit, but I was... Um, no, it's fine, it's fine. It's too late now, so... Well, go, go on, tell us what tell us what you were thinking. Well, since I'm a null anyway, and Sophia didn't make it across, it did not make sense that I try and go back the other way, and that I can throw Solara across. <laughs> <laughs> well, Solara rolled a 6 on stealth, and a 17 on her athletics, with Tommy's help. Oh, well, that's all right, then. <laughs> so you managed to pull Solara over, but it's with a bit of a yelp as she almost falls as well. And that does alert the sentry, who suddenly is looking over in your direction and pulling his bow towards the group of you. However, you look like Jorun, an orc, and a knoll, and with Sophia on the other side, he can't really see that knoll at that distance. He has dark vision, but it's only 60 feet's worth. So he kind of shouts over, Hey! What's going on down there? Are you fucking about in the river? Uh, so, so I'm going to kind of whisper to Solara, because she's the only one I think who can speak Orcish. I'd be like, say, fucking Knoll's trying to creep across. Someone gave him a kick and he's gone running. Solara kind of jumps forward off that advice and goes, uh, Yeah, Knoll's, uh, we're trying to sneak over. We caught this one here. Don't know what they're up to. Doing her best Orc impression. And she'll go with the persuasion. Twenty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Fucking charisma. Kicks me in the nuts. Yeah, as you're uh, trying to look all growly and intimidating, she just walks up and just knee you in the groin, and you kind of you realize she doesn't do it like properly hard, and you sort of play act and like whimper yeah. a little bit, and uh, the orc just kind of shouts down, "Bloody nose! Get back on your side! Get on, go! There's a bridge down there." I will um, meekly uh, point towards the bridge and start limping that way, holding my nads. As you're uh, doing so, the sentry kind of climbs down from the tower and approaches Jorun and his uh, orcish interpreter. <laughs> <laughs> and looks at you both and goes, Oh, Jorun, didn't expect to see you back. I didn't know you'd even got here today. Oh. <sighs> uh, and I'm going to sort of like motion to the fact that might look the the wound on my jaw like that, that I've wrapped up and um, kind of do it do it do a little motion to so like shooting and me going ow and then me shooting and then the other guy going dead <laughs> basically a, a little little charade and then I don't know if Solara wants to kind of help me with that by chipping in and saying what happened um, that that kind of she she's managed to understand from my my miming. Maybe give me the help action. <laughs> yeah, I'll go on. To, she'll help you by trying to explain. Do your own. Uh, I'll, I'll let you do it. Have to do a persuasion or a performance on how well your charades uh, come across. I mean, I mean, <sighs> times when you wish you were Kurt, right? Um, persuasion or performance. I mean, it's it's much of a muchness, really. <laughs> Let's try performance, because I'm normally pretty bad on persuasion, with advantage, yeah? Yeah. Okay, an 11. 
So it's not the most convincing, but it's not uh, not terrible, I guess. <laughs> he looks at you. He's following what you're doing. He's trying to pay attention, but you see you're, you're losing his interest a little bit. So he's going, so you, you shot yourself in the face. And that's why you can't talk. Am I getting that? Is that right? And Solara just sort of nods. <laughs> I look at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joron, he uh, had a bit too much to drink and uh, just, just shot himself. That's why he can't talk. Uh, anyway, d- d- thank you for keeping an eye on the river. We're, we're going to go get a drink. Bye. And Solara starts pushing you away from the sentry. As she's pushing me away, like, you fucking idiot. It was clear as day. You just... You hear him mumbling. as just like, oh, I thought Joron was a good shot. And he shot himself in the... Oh, fuck. <laughs> can't believe it can't get the help these days <laughs> so I guess we'll, we'll kind of escort Rogar towards the bridge just make it less obvious that he's a random knoll wandering through the camp on his own and then he can he can head off and meet Sophia on the other side and hope that one of the two of you's got I don't know don't know if lesser restoration is going to do it but um, <sighs> that or something else I definitely don't have that <laughs> I think I think uh, I don't know what spells you had this this morning, Sophia, but you you do have it as a cleric spell. It depends if you prepared it or not for your day. But um, we'll pick up the null side in a moment as Rogar leaves you guys. Let's let's continue on the orc side for now. So right now, you and Solara are at the bridge just behind the uh, the building that you saw marked down as a bit of a, a brewery of sorts, and you can hear shouting and presumably some form of revelry and drinking going on inside. Um, I don't know if you're going to go there or you're going to just walk past and see what's going on in the main camp. It's up to you. I think I think it wouldn't hurt to just, just, just kind of see if we can see in as we go past, see what's going on in there, because the, the more intel we can grab about this place, the better, really. Um, I mean, that might be a good place to um, to kind of kick off something or for Solara to go in and be like, the gnolls have stolen... Because if everyone's already pissed, they're going to be up for a, up for a scrap. Mm. But so maybe 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 a quick quick recce past. I don't I don't think I don't I want to minimize the amount we have to try and explain ourselves and the amount amount of checks we have to make for performance or persuasion if we if we can. So I don't want to be trying to trying to pass off too well. You know, just mm. just head heading around. I definitely want to check out the war tent. And I definitely need want to check out the ancestral grounds and see what we've got there and i think there's, there's a there's a feasting hall a fight pit and an armory as well i mean the armory might be worth a, a sneak in see if we can nick any cool weapons but mm-hmm. um i'm not i'm not too worried about that right now okay so are you gonna pop your head inside the brewery or just try to look through a window if you can find one i mean yeah it can't it, it kind of depends on on how if, it, if it's if it's pretty open it's pretty quiet quiet by the front entrance and stuff i don't want to be pushing my way past orcs to get inside but if it's if it looks like it's fairly clear i might kind of like stick my head in as if i'm looking for someone and then stick my head out again yeah uh, you don't actually see anyone queuing to get inside the the lights are on there's clearly something going on inside but yeah there's no one queuing outside that you'd have to get past 
Yeah, I, 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 I don't know why I'm thinking about it. I'm just thinking about like orcs standing outside smoking and stuff. I don't know why that's <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that came to my head. Is like trying to get into a club or a pub or something. You got pushed past everyone and I'm having a fag outside, having a smoke outside. Sorry, Americans, that's a British term. It means something completely different over here. Um, <laughs> it's true. Just, 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 just suddenly realised that there might be people who don't realise that that is a British euphemism for having a cigarette and completely nothing to do with anyone's sexual orientation or preferences. Mm. Thanks for the clarification there. Well, you've got to be careful. The more you know across the, the more, the more you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we don't just add random use to words. We we, <laughs> we also have some that mean completely different things, like funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> anyway uh yeah so i mean it's a bit of a risk um and i don't really need to know but yeah let's let's have a peek through a window maybe um rather than sticking my head straight in and just just looking in and there's a bunch of orcs just sat around like a poker table or something all stare back at me like Joran. Um, so yeah, let's 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 see what I can see inside. You know, kind of surreptitiously. Sure. Well, do me a perception then, if you're going to look through a window, because they're a bit grimy and they're not exactly uh, easy to stare through. So you have to try wipe a bit of dirt off and uh, look up close. Uh, it's a ten. <laughs> you uh, bash your head into the window a little bit, but unfortunately, it's, it's this window is just nasty. You can't really get a good picture of what's inside. There's clearly some lights on. You see movement, but yeah, with a ten, who knows what's going on in there? Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll. I'm, I'm a bit too, like it's useful because people expect to see me in the camp, but I'm also a bit too obvious as Jaren. So maybe I'll see if Slara could stick her head in, as, as you know, do, do the kind of look around as if you're like looking for a mate or somebody that the boss has sent you for an order for. He's not there, so you're like off again. Sure. So Lara can uh, go ahead and she'll walk up to the front door and push it open. She sticks her head inside and you notice she kind of freezes for a second and then very slowly closes the door and walks back over to you and says, back in common, um, big giant. <laughs> uh, big, big giant. Big drunken giant. Okay, I think we'll all leave that building well alone then. As you say that, a uh, a keg comes flying through a window near you and kind of rolls past and you hear yelling and shouting inside of just drunken babble that Solara doesn't understand, but you do, which is basically giant for shouting for more alcohol. Okay, we found the giant and he's pissed. <laughs> yeah, why birth? I think perhaps we'll um I think perhaps we'll should we make our way across to the ancestral grounds and, and kind of see what the guards like and see see if we can see through the gate to what's what's in there. Yeah, that can be as we're, next as we're that. Yeah. Cuz I, I want to see what's in the war tent, but I think yeah, if, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah, let's let's let's, let's go have a look and have, look over there and see what we can see. Sure. I assume you're just walking through the camp now. You're not trying to look inconspicuous by trying to be stealthy together. You're just sort of trying to blend in at this point. Because I will say, you see a lot of orcs, and although it's late, these guys are clearly working in ships. You can see some training outside in the training grounds. You can see some sat around the camp 
getting ready for like their final meals and having a few drinks before they turn in. This camp is pretty much alert 24 hours a day with one shift or another. And there's, there's a lot of activity. So blending in as just a New York is not that difficult. Yeah. So I, th- I think I, I, I'm not, we're not being particularly, particularly stealthy. I think we're just, we're kind of moving with purpose. I'd say, like I said before, you know, it's a case of you've just been given a job to do. And, you know, you need to go and find the, the people that you need for the job. Um, so you're not kind of stopping around for a chat or anything. You're on your way to do the thing you need to do. Um, but you're not like barging through people's way or anything like that. You, you're not in that kind of hurry. So you're not drawing, shouldn't be drawing much attention. But also people aren't like looking to you go, hey, stop, have a chat, have a drink or something like that. Mm. We, we, we're, we're on, on a task. And that's kind of how I'm trying to act. Sure. Like like I would have done back in the gang headquarters when Cobblestone gives me a job. He's like, right, you need to get some um, some boys together. We're going to go and hit this place tonight. And it's like, right, okay, on my way then. Get everyone we need together and off we go. That kind sure. of thing. Sounds good. So you and Solara start making your way across the camp, kind of trying not to make eye contact, just staring straight ahead as you head over to essentially like the the western part of this camp is the furthest western part anyway on the orc side to the walls and gates where the ancestral grounds reside and once you get past the training grounds you kind of stay out the way of people who are mid-fight and uh, mid-practice you see the ancestral grounds but you also see zombie ogres two of them stood at two separate entrances to the ancestral grounds right okay so we've got zombie ogres guarding the place. Can I, so what, what, can I see through? Can I see what's... Is there anything in there? Or Oh, yes, yes. I mean, it's not that hard to see through. I mean, this is... It's not um, protected like the outer wall is, but there is um, kind of stone walling around just to kind of keep a little bit of protection, but it's easy enough to see through. You can see multiple, what you assume to be uh, gravestones of some kind. You can see at the back a large statue of some sort. You can just about make that out on the tip of your vision without getting too close to the, to the ogres. And you can see a building that looks a little bit like a small mausoleum of sorts with a big heavy door that's shut. So I think my, my next best option, so I can see, I can see there's these, these um, zombie ogres guarding the gate, um, is to kind of you know, not not making it too obvious, but kind of start walking around the perimeter towards towards the feasting hall. Um, so moving up, kind of up to, towards the top of the camp, and kind of just just keep an eye out to see if there's anywhere obvious that I might be able to slip over the wall mm-hmm. if, I, if I was reasonably sneaky. Certainly. So you start trying to uh, meander your way down, and uh, and this time, are you doing this stealthily? Are you trying not to be noticed? No, I'm 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 just I'm just kind of. I'm kind of wandering towards the feasting hall as so I'm on my way to the feasting hall and, you know, with, with Solar and Toe, and I'm just kind of like looking around myself, me, you know, just taking in the camp, looking at the defences. I mean, I'm guessing orcs are, are fairly military minded. They seem to be pretty, um, pretty on the ball with the training and everything going on. So maybe I'm kind of surveying it a little bit as if I'm thinking, you know, we could have could probably do with fortifying that wall a little bit, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely getting the impression that this could just be any well-trained army. These guys look like they know what they're doing. You've already seen sentries and patrols and 
the general organization of the camp, even just the layout of the tents, it all seems very practical. But yeah, as you kind of walk along the wall, you see, especially closer to where this um, larger structure is, you could probably be far enough out of eyesight of the ogres to sneak over if you wish to. Okay. Part of me is tempted to go and check out the um, the feasting hall and the war tent first and just see what the security is like there and if I can learn anything from kind of the outside before I try and make my way. Because if I get get rumbled at the ancestral grounds, it might be game over. So, yeah, I'm, I, I, I figure I'll, I'll continue this sort of non kind of, what's the word, you know, fairly subtle um, blending in kind of walking around the camp I'm doing and I'll, I'll, I'll sort of check out the feasting hall on the way and then, then maybe the war tent and then I'll come come back towards this spot and see if I can sneak over but I'm looking I'm looking basically looking for opportunities if I get if, if like if there's if there's a way into the war tent to go and go and eavesdrop or grab some plans that might be a better option mm. first up we'll, we'll see what what presents itself sure so as you're walking down so you're going to go past the feasting hall and kind of get a look at the side of the war tent yeah basically yeah okay so you kind of continue your walk almost as if this was your plan to begin with never sort of breaking stride with solara in tow and you get a good look at the war tent from the side it's i mean it's a very large tent a good maybe possibly even like 100 foot across end to end it's a large well-appointed tent and something you do notice kind of hung across the main um opening of the tent is something that you wouldn't really expect to see, or at least something that seems a little bit surprising. Because you see a giant skull, completely cleaned, clearly put there on purpose. You also see the symbols of Clan Ogresh all over this tent. It's clearly where their leader resides. You see that skull and lightning motif sort of repeated over and over again. But yeah, you see a, a real giant skull hanging there. Do I make anything of that particularly, or does it just seem, seem a bit weird? Seems a bit odd. Um, I don't think you have any specific knowledge of this. Especially as there's a live giant in the brewery. Mm. Obviously not a mate. As you're um, trying to get this look at the war tent, you feel the door of the feasting hall open, and out of it steps an, an older orc, probably... Saying it's like 40s or 50s, got a little bit of a grey tufts of beard, and he almost just walks straight into you. Um, but his eyes shoot up, and he goes, "Joran, Joran, I didn't know you were back." And I kind of motion to um, like sort of slightly irritated motion to um. Solara, as if to like, as if basically I've just I've slapped around a smaller orc to come round and you know translate for me. Mm. She starts kind of rapidly explaining to this older orc, and he just sort of nods along. Was ah, yes, nasty looking wound, that nasty. But your hands still look like they work. You still walk, which is good. It means you can take your damn duty back. And he uh, kind of grabs your arm and starts to pull you in a direction. Do you kind of go with him? For now, he drags you over to a slightly more open tent that's been set up. And you hear, as you're getting closer, howling, howling of wolves. Oh, dear. And the older orc explains to you on the way, I have been feeding these wolves 
ever since you left, and I'm tired of it. You can do your duty and feed them yourselves. They're your pets. You brought them over here. And he kind of mm. pushes you in front of the tent, so you're still outside of it, and he kind of gestures to a big sack of just meat that's left out there for the for the wolves. And he just sort of gestures to it. Go on. Been starving without you, and I'm not doing another feeding tonight. Okay, I'll I'll kind of kind of all right then and for motion right go on then piss off. I'll I'll do it, I'll do it. Go on. And um sort of start picking up the sack. He nods and he, again he's just sort of muttering as he goes away. Damn young orcs don't know their place, pouring off their responsibilities on us older ones. He's just sort of grumbling away as he walks over to the uh the main like a uh, fire in the camp to take a seat and rest his bones for the evening. So, so what have I got? Is it a gate in front of me to the to the? Yeah, it's like a small gate that's been set up, and then like a bit of a tent sort of structure around it. And you you can look through, and you see about six wolves in there, all some asleep, some moving around, all of them looking very hungry. What do you do? Hmm. I'll wait till he's not looking anymore. I'm thinking my 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 my, my the plan that's formulating in my head is it it's um is to maybe put the meat in the bag of holding. <laughs> leave the wolves unfed but also there's no bag of meat hanging about and then make my way on and then later on perhaps I could shoot the lock off this gate or unlock the gate and let some ravenous wolves out perhaps where I've stowed some meat somewhere agreed Yeah, I was thinking something similar to be honest yeah 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 you know I've played some Far Cry in my time <laughs> yeah <laughs> So that's so that's my, my my thought, and I think that's probably what I'll do. So when he's when he's not looking anymore, I'll kind of maybe I'll I'll chuck like chuck one chunk of meat over the gate towards the wolves to kind of give them something to chow down on, so it makes it seem like I fed them, and then I'll dump the rest of the meat into the bag of holding, and then yeah, I'm gonna make my way. So I've seen the I've seen the war tent. I know the fe- I know what a feasting hall is. I know what's gonna be going on in there. I think the armory. In, I know it's probably know what's going to be going on in the fight pit. Got a fairly fairly good understanding of what might be happening there. The armory intrigues me, but that's that feels like it's something to do if we if I get a chance on the way out. I think you're pushing it a bit now. Yeah, so I think I'm gonna gonna kind of make my way back with Solara towards that spot where I saw the ancestral grounds to see whether I could slip over and see what I can find inside. Sure. So uh, both you and Solara are going to try and make your way in here. Uh, no, I think I'll leave Solara kind of as a guard outside. I mean, she can she can walk the walk, talk the talk, as it were. Maybe I don't know. Is there anything kind of around that area where she could kind of busy herself with while she waits? Not too much. She could. Um, hmm, what could she be doing? Start Tying doing her shoelace. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she could uh, lean up against a building, act like she's going for a bit of a nap, and just uh, surreptitiously keep an eye on you guys. Yeah, I think that's pro- probably probably the best idea. I just want to nearby, um, but I don't I don't think it's worth trying to get her to make a stealth check to see if she can sneak over. I think it's it's a bit too risky. Hmm. Okay, so do me a stealth roll. Okay, a twenty nine. Twenty nine, and do me an athletics. See if you can get over this uh, wall without falling and causing a scene. <laughs> Let's see. A 15. 15. 15? That's fine. You kind of hoist yourself up and over, and with a 29, land pretty uh, silently. 
as you are inside. And you know what? Let's reveal a map. Oh, Ooh. shit. Oh, balls. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to be optimistic, guys. Uh, no, oh, we're on a different you... side of the camp. We don't give a shit. Ah, fuck. Now, you, you, if, you, if you hear a commotion, you know what to do. Run? Slap the nearest orc and start a fight. <laughs> Slap him on the ass and go, all right. <laughs> well, that might work too. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you look around, you can see this building just to your right, where you've come over on the wall, is the, the crypt or mausoleum that I described. This structure on the far west side of the camp, that's the statue you saw from outside. And, I mean, if you wish to get closer to either of these things, you can get a bit of a better look. Yeah, let's 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 look at that. Uh, so I'm I have a feeling, feeling I might meet the fate weaver here. Mm. Can you take a perception check? On what? Yeah, that's the question. Just general sights and sounds. I mean, I'm 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 hiding at the moment, and I plan to continue to hide behind things and and sneak around. But I, I think I want to I want to see what's in here first. Um, I just have a feeling that I might might bump into him. But then again, you know, I'm not. I'm not Tommy, and I'm not. Um, I'm also hopefully not very easily visible um, if someone's not looking for me. So I, w- I want to have a look at this. I'll have a look at this mausoleum that's right by me now to see if if there's just one entrance, um, one way in. If it's still sealed up, or if it looks like it's been opened recently. From mm-hmm. from, I don't want to get up too close and start touching it and stuff. But you know, I want to. I want to stay stay in cover, stay in stay in bushes, stay sort of behind gravestones and walls and make my way around slowly. Mm-hmm. So sort of from where, where I am, kind of moving around a little bit, getting okay. a better view. That there is the uh, the front door, by the yeah, way. Yeah, so, so I can kind of come up to here and have a peek through, see what I can see. And then I'll probably make my way, my, way around the back of it, kind of going this way around um, to see if there's any kind of other way in it, crumbled stone at the back or something, a, a hole. Okay, so looking at the front, do me a, uh, do me a perception check. Sure. Uh, 25. 25 you get a good look at the door from this distance and the door is certainly shut you would guess maybe even locked which you're not certain without testing but you do notice that the door with a 25 doesn't have any cobwebs or dust or anything like that on it you'd guess that this door has been probably opened and closed recently yeah fate, fate weaver i reckon okay i'll make my way around the back and see if i can spot anything kind of kind of around the back or any other way in, or I don't know, any, anything, windows. anything useful. Yeah, I mean, not not that many crypts have windows, but it, it, it mm. might do. Can you see any light? Yeah, cracks in the walls or anything. Unfortunately, as you're kind of going around, you don't see anything. It all seems as silent as a graveyard. What about this this statue then? It's the statue over yeah. here. Where's that? Yeah. Over there. Okay. Yeah. If you're gonna get a bit so, close to that, I'll make my way. Kind of around the perimeter, behind these tombs, over towards the statue, um, maybe onto behind some gravestones there, and get a better look at that. Sure. As you get a better look and you grow closer, um, do me another perception. See how much detail sure. you pick out on this. Uh, Twelve, so not as great as last time. Twelve. You look at the statue and you see the image of an orc, carved out of stone kind of striking a victorious pose. He's got his foot rested on some creature you don't recognize, the head of it at least. 
and he's raising one arm into the air, holding a great axe. Statue stands probably about 15, maybe 20 foot tall, plus the plinth. So you could climb up for a closer look, but that's up to you. Is it a real great axe? Uh, with a 12, you're not really sure. Okay, I, I'll i make my way down towards the base of it and take another look from there. Shall I make another check? Um, to get a better look at this point, you're going to have to investigate it. So you would have to start climbing up the statue. Uh, okay. How How easy does it look to climb? Not that difficult. It's not that high up, but it will provoke another stealth. Okay. Let's go for another stealth, and we'll see if I can make my way up a little bit. Put those old cat burglar skills to use. A 30 on that one. So, yeah, Tommy's Tommy's heightened senses. He's, uh, he's, you know, he's controlling every movement, being as cautious and as careful as he can. Mm -hmm. So you start to uh, climb up the top of the statue. Sorry, um, sorry. do me the athletics as well. Oh, yeah. And an 11. 11. Best, but not... It's not that difficult to climb, as you kind of pull yourself up onto the plinth and then start using the orc's pose to push yourself up. And you get higher on the statue. Now, do me an investigation, as you're in a position to get a proper look at this axe. A 22. 22? Mm-hmm. Certainly been here a while. And, well, at a distance, you probably would think it was part of the statue, but actually, it is a real axe that has simply been placed within the stone hand of this orc. If I could, does it seem like I could, I could perhaps take it out of the hand? Um, you could certainly give it a try. Be probably an athletics to try rip it out. I don't want to. I don't want to rip it too hard. I want to take it slowly and gently. So you know, I'm not going to. Hopefully make a big crash as I rip a chunk out of the statue. Let's see if I can make a a 19 on my athletics. 19. You kind of pull yourself up as uh, high as you dare to on the statue, and you take hold of the battle axe with both hands, and you begin to pull out of the grip. And actually, it doesn't slide out with too much difficulty. It's clearly been here a while and it's fixed in place at least it was when it was built, but now it seems to have come loose just a little bit and you slowly slide the axe out of its hand. As you do so, you feel the whole of the ancestral grounds gets colder. You feel the hairs on the back of your neck stand on end, covered in goosebumps. As you watch a figure begin to appear out of the ground beneath the statue. And let's cut over to the other group. Cool. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Shit. oh dear. <laughs> so. Okay. The pair of you, my Knoll friends, are on the Knoll side of the camp. And I assume you probably went to meet up probably immediately, or are you splitting off? <laughs> no, no, I assume we go and meet up. Yeah. Oh, well, I stumble around trying to look for him. Yeah. Yeah, your eyes are really, really hurting. But the pair of you meet together. These uh, nullish fangs of Yinogu that you are pretending to be. Well, what are you doing? Well, I guess we're going up to the uh, to the Null Gate. No, you're, you're inside the Null Camp, aren't you? Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh, we are. We're already inside. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're on the Null Side of the Camp. On, on the other side of the river, basically, to the Orc side. 
All oh, right. Okay. We could go and investigate the prisoner cages. I think that, that you, you, you should be. If you've got the map up, you, there's a, there's a yeah. bridge that goes across the middle that by the blood pool and some what looks like mm-hmm. a nice little garden. <laughs> a bit of an allotment. Yeah. 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 So, so I think you're down there at the moment. Okay. Okay. That's 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 fine. That's fine. Well, I mean, uh, I, I'm going to head straight to the blood pool because that sounds like a place Rogar would like to be. <laughs> the, it's, it's, it's like a holiday resort for Rogar. It really is. <laughs> it's like Rogar's gone to Butlins. <laughs> <laughs> we got the blood pool. We got the bone pile for you to gnaw down on. There's a ritual chamber to conduct some rituals, and then you can go and, go and sit by the bonfire, have a few drinks at the end of the day, maybe torture a prisoner while you're there. It's, it's all good. We, we've got it all here at Shitlands. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. To be fair, probably without much thought, that's probably where I'm off to. Okay, so in, I'll head in that direction with him. But my most of my aim is well, just reconnaissance, I guess. Okay, the pair of you begin walking down the edge of the river, heading to the blood pool, which seems to be where all well, where the majority of this. Uh, Refuse is pouring from into the river, and you see a bit of an entrance that you would guess probably leads towards that ritual chamber. And currently, it seems all quiet, at least on the outside. Are they connected, the the blood pool and the ritual chamber? Now that you're getting a better look at it up close, that seems to be the case, yes. Right, okay. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll just use message... Uh, to tell Sophia, I, you know, I think we've got to check this out. Basically, if it is the ritual chamber as well, um, you know, it might help us to understand why they're working together. Yeah. So, I mean, we're dressed up as um, more devilish, aren't we? Well, than so it wouldn't be too weird if we were in there. No, I don't think so. I'm assuming not. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. kind of what happens. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I just love the contrast. Tommy like sneaking around or like or like acting like he's like you know on on a submission. You, you guys are like we're here now. Yeah, fuck it. Let's have a look at here. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. <interesting. Chris>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have to pretend to be Joran. Yeah, the fact that you expected any different from us is worrying. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. It's just funny when it happens. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, um, you know, if there's any like little knolls or anything like Southern Door, I just might give him like a bit of a kick and spit on him. Uh, <laughs> you know, as we walk in. Uh, well, you should be able to see the map. You're inside. Are you? Uh, you is this the camp or is this inside with it? Yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at a different page, I was actually looking at the map, not the Oh, there doesn't look wait, what? Yeah, no, there doesn't look like there's anybody around, so fuck it. Just walk in. Yeah, so as you guys grow closer and kinda break off from the river, you watch all this thick, viscous, bloody liquid. It's just befouling this once clean shining river. Just pour through and you again see the occasional bit of human waste of one form or another 
you start to approach the entrance here. You see a few steps carved into the rock. And as you get close, both of you hear a voice, and you both speak Abyssal, correct? Yep. Indeed. You hear a voice go, What do you want? Can I look around and like see if I can see who's asking this question? Yeah, you look around and you don't see anything. Okay. And, uh... What's that excuse? I was just going to say prayer, motherfucker. (laughs) Prayer? That's what you're uh, offering up? Yeah! Okay, well, make me a persuasion roll. (laughs) Uh, question. Does this technically have disadvantage? Because he, well, I, I, I have no idea if this thing can see me or not. I have no idea if my third eye is visible or not. True, you do just look like a fang of Yinogu at the moment. So, straight up. And Sophia can help you if she wishes to. If she's going to go along with this yeah. and say something. What do like you say? A... As I say, uh, as I do it, I'm going to pull one of the arms out of the bag that I've got. You know, so it looks kind of hilarious like I'm praying with a with a, with an arm. <laughs> <laughs> Or an offering. That that might that might make more sense to like you yeah. know take a bite of the arm and then throw it into the pools. There's a sixteen anyway. <laughs> what do you say, Sophia? We've come to make an offering. Um, proceed. Be quick about it. Fine. Let's fucking go. I'm gonna pull out like another arm, and um, I'm just gonna do the DX suck it. And then throw uh, throw him into the uh, into the river and like or you know whatever. Mm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> we got away with something. Don't make it worse. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> right, hang on, let me find out where. Oh, I do have two arms. That's excellent. I have. Oh wait, hang on. How many arms? I have two, three. I have five arms. So <laughs> I'll get rid of the two of them. <laughs> two that don't match. Fuck it. Can have they can have a ghoul arm, and they can have a Migo arm. Why not? Why am I with the insane one? I forgot I was with the insane one. <laughs> How did you forget? I don't know. <laughs> I thought we were in this together. I also forgot that fucking. What's his face is after him? Oh shit! <laughs> it's all gone a bit Pete tongue. Um, never mind. Oh. I, I, to be to be honest, I mean, you know, it's it. R- Rogar seems to be fitting in quite well as a um, yeah, uh, as a uh, as a null. So I think it's okay. okay. I think Let's you're roll okay. Let's roll. Okay, roll with the so null. You, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you uh, walk up the bloodstained steps. And inside this building, and you go through a bit of a stone corridor until you get out into a larger room, larger room where you see a few things. One, you see this room has been gorily decorated with bones. You don't know whether this was here from a long time ago or whether the gnolls have built this, but they have spent a decent amount of time laying skulls and bones on pretty much every bit of built material that's in here. You also, as you walk into the room to your left, you see a large set of iron cages filled with prisoners. You see a door at the far end of the room up a set of steps, and in the middle of the room, currently ferrying a prisoner, 
you see four regular knolls and then two further knolls stood higher up on raised platforms. You see two creatures that you have never seen before, but you do remember a description back in Millshire of a demonic centaur-like creature. And you now see two of them. And the final figure in this room, the one dragging a prisoner by their throat up a set of bone stairs, you see Beroth. Oh. And I'm going to reveal a map. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> this is going to go so well. <laughs> DX him. Suck Give it. Me a minute. Give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Ah! Oh, God. This is going to be so funny. Sophia, just, just, just start running now. Just start running. I might, actually. <laughs> You're right by the map. It's fine. Yeah, right by the end, uh, exit to the map. It's all, it's all good. Oh, fuck that shit. Uh, I mean, unless anybody's going to ask me a question outright, I'm just going to watch what's going on. Seems yeah, like I mean, smart. if they don't notice us, just just, just hang back. I mean, I grab onto you just I mean, to hang you, back. You, 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 could, you could just look like you're there for the show. Exactly. Uh, speaking of which, if we're there for the show, hang on a minute, just let's, let's fit in here a little bit more. I'm going to pull out a the head of a ghoul and start chewing on that and i will offer sophia uh the other mego arm that i have i mean i'll hold it just as a prop but i'm not breathing through my nose i gotta say that head of a ghoul is gonna be pretty uh it's gonna be pretty pungent because we're not exactly clean creatures i'm saying a prayer to kalimbo <laughs> so you walk into the room, you get these props ready. What, what are you doing? Are you just waiting? Props? It ain't no prop. I'm actually eating it, and yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm, watching they... to, I'm watching to see what the big guy does. Yeah, are they, do they swing around to look at us? Beroth has a, um, a male prisoner like by the throat, and is essentially dragging him up the stairs towards this room at the back that you can't currently see. Okay, uh, I suppose as he's coming towards us... Uh, wait, is he going towards us or is he going towards the big skull outline door? The big skull outline door. Is oh, he's so he's going away from us then? Currently, yes. Yeah, I'm just going to watch him. Seems important. Let me just look at my notes. What can I do to run away? So you're not stealthing or anything, are you? Because you didn't roll no. when you came in here. Balls! Okay. <laughs> Am I surrounded by stone? Ah, there's stone behind you, yes. There's meld into stone. <laughs> <laughs> and I also have gaseous form. Hmm. I think, uh, uh, to be honest, I mean, you, you, you are, you're not like just a regular gnolls. You're, you're the kind of alpha gnolls, aren't you? You're not yeah. the, the, the alpha alpha gnoll, but you're, you know, reasonably high up the food chain. The, the the chance of a couple of you wandering in to go and have a look at the prisoners and see what the boss is doing, you know, for a bit a bit of a laugh. I don't think the knolls are particularly well organised, are they? It doesn't seem like it's unreasonable that you might be kind of exactly yeah, exactly. just just you know, you, you you've not got you you're out of something to do for a bit. You go go and kick a prisoner and um have a snack and watch watch the boss torture a guy or eat him. How about we go over towards the prisoners and try and start taunting them and tell them they're next? Oh, yeah, I suppose. I suppose I could do some um, awkwardly graphic things to this skull that I've got. 
Clumble frowns as he was about to offer you his blessing. <laughs> Under my breath, I'm saying, Do you want a pamphlet? Only prayer can free you now. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So um We're engaged in something at least. We're not just stood there. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. So as you guys meander over to the prisoner cells and start to rudely gesturing at these poor, horribly beaten, malnourished prisoners. <laughs> um, one of the centaur-like demons is like, the, bod- the bottom half of the body looks very horse-like, but then you see these like bone-like, almost bone-turned-to-iron plates welded onto their body. It's a very strange look, and they have these long claws and horns and their tail ends with almost like a saw-like blade one of them seems to just nod towards Beroth who stops and then looks over at the pair of you what are you doing? Uh... having a bit of fun with the prisoners we did come to pray but they're too funny to look at give me a persuasion uh, can, I, can, I, can I help in that? yeah what do you do to help? Uh, I'm going to hold up the skull that I've got and start licking its ear. Okay. Do you do it like gesturing at a prisoner? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Roll me, a, <laughs> roll me a persuasion with advantage. 21. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> he sort of snarls at you and uh, shouts over, If you've got time to be mocking prisoners, then you've got time to be collecting more. Get out there and get to work. Um, I don't think we'd take that meekly, but I also don't want to piss him off. So it would be like, give one more jeer at the, the prisoners and then I try and drag Rogar away. Mm. We came, we saw, we got spoken to, now let's leave. Mm. I, 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 as I'm going out the door, Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even do my proper my orc voice my null voice. I don't know what my null voice is. <laughs> we go to jeer at the prisoners. There we go. <laughs> okay. So you're leaving. Yeah, I think that was too close. Uh, I think you need to give Flo more chances to do her null voice. I, I think she nailed it. <laughs> 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 so as um, you hear the prisoners' cries and screams in the background as you uh, slink away from this uh, room, okay, did you it, yeah. did you get a glance at like how there is it the door locked or to the prisoners' cages or yeah, get... I mean, uh, looking at the prisoners' cages, they are stored in these big heavy iron cages and they are locked and chained. Okay, I just you thought, thought you might want to know how to get yeah. them out if you get the chance. I'm so they're chained to. The cell, then. Um, the doors are like chained with big, heavy iron padlocks okay, on them. Okay. You do notice that some of the prisoners have the same issue that Balin did, where they're they've effectively been hobbled. Right. Okay. Not all of them, but certainly some have. Mm. So, if we could open up the cage, at least they're not all then subsequently tied up as well. 
because that would piss me off. No, but some some of them definitely are going to slow yeah, slow you down. Yeah, well, I'm make I'm using them as a distraction more than. Kalemvor continues to stare. Yeah, well, yes. (laughs) (laughs) He's not a fan of The Walking Dead. I'm not making any of those motherfuckers. I suppose. This is a grey area. I mean, they're Mm. still alive. This is is where we live, Tommy. (laughs) We live in the grey area. We were grey for a while. I'm just just, just thinking you're supposed to be a slightly lighter grey than I am, that's all. You're not here. I'm okay. still lighter grey than fucking Rogar. <laughs> I guess I guess that's 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 how you, you adjust your morality, is it, Sophia? Yep. To the company like, I keep. Whoever's the nearest person, as long as I'm better than them, it's okay. Yep. <laughs> I uh, I don't think your guard grades on a curve. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean think... that's up to you. Could, could I be any lower? on that curve for that god. I mean, come <laughs> on. You are literally basically undead. Yeah. I'm I'm undead and I eat people, including <laughs> cannibalism. <laughs> come on. Yeah. I mean, have you ever eaten dragonborn yet? Uh, no, but I've eaten ghoul on several occasions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ghouls always eat ghouls, though, don't they? Part of their thing. Yep. Yeah. No. Funeral rights. Exactly. <laughs> You'd have to provide a buffet at a ghoul funeral. <laughs> <laughs> right, you are so we, we've, got, <laughs> yeah. we've got the fuck out of Dodge. We know where mm. Baroth is. Yeah, but we don't know what he's doing because we didn't get to go into the other room. You pulled us out. I don't want to go in the other room. I want to go in the other room. You go then. Maybe in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, You I mean, go by yourself. If you, if, you, if you see him come out, then the, the, with, with his bodyguards and stuff, then that's a great opportunity, but... I don't Not know. while they're all fucking there. So so we're outside... So we've come out of the Blood Pool Ritual Chamber place, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's either the Bone Pile, Prisoner Cages, or the Grand Bonfire. Yeah, and I'll say, as you guys are starting to look around the camp, you can see next to the Grand Bonfire is this massive tent that you assume is probably where the Knoll's leader hangs out if they're not in the ritual chamber. It's kind of the, the main two options, you would think. Okay. Are we assuming that Baroth is the leader? Uh, wait. We know he's not. Is that right? Okay. We know that he's, like, second. Yeah, you got the impression he's not the leader. Okay, so I'm guessing that that's not going to be empty, then. That massive room. Screw it. Bone pile. I'm going to look... I want to look at the prisoner cages, like Matt said, to see if they're easy to... Open? Yeah. Thank you for providing that word. (laughs) So, okay. So are you splitting up then, or are you both going towards the prisoner cages? We'll probably cover... We'll cover more ground if we go separately. We also might run into trouble. But then again, we both speak null, so... Well, sorry, abyssal. You know, so I don't know if I don't know if like we should if we need to sit together or if we want to cover the two bases and then we can meet at the grand fire. I mean, I think we'll get more information from the prisoner cages because in my head, a bone pile is literally a fucking pile of bones. But if there's any scraps of flesh left on said bones, then you know, like you said, you'll only find out how they died. Depends if they died here. True. Secondary objective. So. 
As a contrast to the orc camp, the knoll camp is just chaos. You can hear chanting and yelling coming over from the grand bonfire. You can faintly hear the echoes of screaming all around the camp. They're not practicing. They're not doing set patrols. They're all just roaming around like barely caged animals, just waiting for the next chance to go out on the hunt. But you do see a lot of gnolls. And looking across the way towards where you know the prisoner cages are, in front of the gap in the wall, essentially the gate that leads through to the prisoner cages, you see a creature, and I'll say Rogar with his eyesight is the one that spots this from a fair distance away. You see a creature that's on all fours. It's got this pink, wrinkly, fleshy skin, and then the rest of its body, apart from just around its mouth, is covered with these hard, grey plates. You see its mouth is just a circle of teeth. And you see it's got this long, barbed tongue that it just sort of licks out every so often lazily, almost snapping it like a whip. And it's just sort of hunkered down in front of the entrance to the cages. And I'm going to give you guys a look at a little picture here. Oh, fantastic. Oh, lovely. It looks like a plated penis. I'm, I'm sure I've seen those in something I watched recently. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of kind of like if you replaced a dog's head, well, an armoured dog's head, with a mouth with a spiked tongue coming out of it. Mm. It's very much a mouth that hates you. Yeah. Mm. I think the phrase, phrase is gaping more, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Has it got eyes? It's not got you eyes, can't really it? tell. Yeah. Um, hmm. Don't want to get too close to it, because I don't know if Solara's spell changes our smell at all. To be fair, I probably don't smell too dis- dissimilar to a and covered in, you know, rotting flesh. And Sophia fell in the rotting flesh, rotting flesh river, so probably stinks like that as well. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, might be all right then. But still, you probably maybe it thinks you're a meal, so you might not want to. Is it uh, being a guard, basically? It looks very much like a guard. Okay. Do we know what it is? Can we do a check to see if we know what it is? You could do me a religion check, see if you know anything Ooh. about this creature. Bloody our religion. Question three. Oh. <laughs> uh, you don't. You don't. <laughs> Would I get advantage if I consulted my book? Oh, not no time to consult your book, dude. You don't know, but it seems unlikely for this thing. Okay, so just a straight up religion check. Mm-hmm. If if I can do one now, Sophia. You do them separately instead of uh, helping each other. A 25. 25. Looking at this thing, you'd say it's definitely fiendish in nature. You've never seen this creature before, but something about it makes you think it's not a straight-up demon. You'd almost say it's not a devil either. You, you remember a word that cropped up in a book that you read once on the lower plains and other realms? A Yugoloth. A sort of fiendish mercenary of sorts. They're a special type of fiend that doesn't owe its allegiance to the Abyss or to the Nine Hells. And Rogar, as you're trying to study this thing from a distance, do me a perception check as well. Shit. Three. Uh... Unfortunately, you don't uh, gain anything. 
it's just too far away to pick up proper details on this creature. Right, okay. So I'll explain to Sophia what I remember um, from that book that I've read, but uh, obviously no further. Right. Um, so. Right. Stay away. Yeah, don't don't bother it. <laughs> um, apart from that, uh, is everything locked up tight? You can't really see from here, if you're keeping a good distance from this thing. Okay, let's keep a good distance from this thing. Yeah, I'm thinking head over to the Great Bonfire, see what's going on. I mean, what kind of time, how much time has passed now? The moment, probably about a half hour. I was going to say, we've not been here long. That's why I'm thinking head over there, you know, see what's going on, see if the uh, the big ugly's there, mm. you know. Yeah, we can always see. I mean, if it's chaos anyway, we can exactly. mingling with chaos. Yeah, well, see what happens. Okay. So where are you going, though? Are you going towards the leader's tent? Is that your plan? Um, well, bonfire. yeah, to the Grand Bonfire to start out with before possibly circling around towards there. Um, you know, I don't want to draw too much attention to us, but, you know, let's see what... If we can see anything that's... Any knolls that are similar to us hanging about, you know, mm-hmm. like copy some of... Mimic some of their actions, you know, um, a little bit. To see what's sure. there going on. Sure. So as you head through the camp, you do see a couple of gnolls, these fangs of Yinogu that you're trying to impersonate. They are near the Grand Bonfire, and they seem to be leading this... You don't know if it's a celebration or just general praise, but you hear the chants of Yinogu going out over and over again. You see offerings, little tokens are being thrown onto the bonfire. This bonfire is huge, probably about 30 foot across at least. Just these huge raging flames that are sending peculiar shadows across the camp. And the fangs of Yinogu are kind of the ones leading this celebration as other gnolls are chanting and hollering and calling out Yinogu's name over and over again. Okay. Hmm. Do you think, would we be the only ones that weren't helping in the celebration if we were a fang of Yinogu? You don't know. You see a few of them around the bonfire, but you don't know how many are in the camp. Okay. Mm. Well, I don't I don't want to not join in the celebration if everybody is celebrating. But then if anybody starts to look at me the wrong way, I'm probably just going to kick the nearest little knoll and spit on him. Because, again, just because it seems like the right thing to do. <laughs> Assert dominance. Exactly. You know. Mm. Okay, so you guys are going over to the bonfire to sort of join in the celebrations. Uh, I am for now, yeah. I want to get a bit more of an idea of, you know, what they're even celebrating. Yeah, see if we can hear anything. So you get closer, and they are just outright praising Yinogu. They are chanting about the great butchery to come. They are cheering on the demons that seem to support them in their cause, basically declaring themselves the one true faction of gnolls that they're basically asserting their dominance over any other gnolls in the world that they they believed in Yinogu's power and they are asserting themselves on this world via his strength and you watch as one of the fangs of Yinogu grabs a couple of prisoners and drags them in front of the bonfire and this fang and another rip out the throats of the prisoners and start to tear the bodies apart and they fling flesh out to the crowd and the gnolls just start feasting 
you see a hunk of flesh in the hands of one knoll as it's kind of going around offering chunks out to people and it gets to the pair of you and it slaps a big hunk of meat into both your hands and as everyone around you is eating feasting and hollering what do the pair of you do eat that fucking meat sorry (laughs) (laughs) i'm going to pretend okay um give me a performance as rogar is chowing down on the meat could I get an advantage by association that I'm stood next to Rogar and I'm just getting splattered in that blood and viscera and it looks like I've partaken? Hmm. I'd say more because you're covered in blood from falling in the uh, blood river at this point. <laughs> I'd give you advantage for that if that's what you're going to try to go with. Awesome. 18. 18. You do a reasonable show, you kind of bring it up close to your face and you sort of dab the blood on your chin a little bit and then <laughs> surreptitiously just drop the meat before you take a bite. I was going to say, if, if it helps before she actually like goes to drop the meat, can I punch her in the face and take it off her and eat it anyway? You certainly can. Booyah! As you do so, however, some of the gnolls notice and they turn around and form a little circle between well around the pair of you and start chanting Yinogu and slaughter <sighs> they seem to expect you to fight ah! apologize roga <laughs> <laughs> apologize yeah no apologize it makes me like a pussy oh jesus are we gonna have how are we gonna fight as fucking gnolls well you could you could try and like start throwing some blows and then start, kind of move outside I'm away from the area. Yeah. Try, try and try and like At play fight. Well, yeah. not play fight. You know what I mean. But um, but you, kind of. You want us to try and do some pro wrestling? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Basically, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. That's totally what I understood. See, that see, to see, be. see how you get on with it, and um, but but I, what, what I mean is like obviously everyone's still taking part in this in these festivities and stuff. If you get far enough away, you might kind of. You might have less of a crowd. Or could I could basically could I knock you down and then throw meat to the crowd? I mean, both of you wish to roll me a performance check to fake this. Go for it. Yeah, definitely going to be faking something. <laughs> Sorry. You made that yeah. rude. Yeah, I did, I did, I did. I'll be honest, we, we all kind of went there. and so, <laughs> I've, I've, I've kind of got, got a slight kind of frown on my face. <laughs> you can't see, but... <laughs> um, so, as we are as we are doing it together, do, are we helping each other, or technically is that why it's separate? Uh, that's why it's separate. You're both going to play out part of this. Right, okay. 20. Ooh. 20! Bloody hell! Oh Our charisma fucking... is fucking amazing right now. Uh, so, I mean, the pair of you put on quite a show. You're gnashing your teeth, you're flexing your fake claws, you rip at each other. Sophia kind of growls and goes for your throat at one point, Rogar, but you sidestep out of the way and, like, rake your claws down her back as she screams out in this vicious howl that you didn't think she had in her and then the pair of you kind of jump together roll about on the floor the rogar as you're going to fake the win in this one you grab sophia around the waist and basically german suplex her onto her back 
as you do, she sort of fakes being knocked out and rolls away, and the crowd kind of parts, and you start flinging the rest of the meat out to uh, the gnolls who watched on, just enraptured by this display of uh, dominance from the fangs of Yinogu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh the you're fuck well did you pull that off <laughs> you're well impressed with your fake fighting aren't you <laughs> your fake dominance uh, yeah yeah I, I am I am like <laughs> proper Randy Orton posing you know, I'm, I'm looking for you know a stump to stand on you know and uh, accept the adulation of my fellow gnolls <laughs> I don't know, yeah. could you, like, are they, have they stopped paying attention to us now? Uh, to you, at least. The rest of them are cheering around Rogar at the moment. Right, okay, I will just quietly get up, maybe catch his eye, and tell him to, like, knock it out, like, to stop it. Why? Why would you try and do that? Because we don't want this attention. We want it all to be on the fucking celebration. Yeah, I'm completely ignoring it. I want the attention. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I, what what are you doing then, Sophia? If Rogar's going to soak up attention for a moment, everybody looking at him. Yeah, he's got the attention of the crowd right now. Where am I? Where are we exactly? We're by the grand bonfire, uh, which is right next to the hut where the leaders would be. Going to start edging that way to see if I can hear anything. Okay. Is it very far away from Rogar? No, no, it's not. Their uh, their tent is a bit more open and kind of directly across from the Great Bonfire, so the leader gets a good show. You walk up, and it's actually it's it's not so much defended as there's just lots of gnolls about. So if something kicked off, they'd probably notice unless you were being particularly stealthy. You take a glance inside, and you see a makeshift throne has been set up again kind of keeping the themes of blood flesh and bone kind of strapped to what was probably once quite a fancy chair but has now just been defiled beyond uh, civilized use you see sat in that chair a knoll unlike one you've ever seen before its hair is white and bloodstained. It's larger than the other gnolls. You'd probably say it's not quite as big as Beroth, but Beroth looks to be absurdly huge for a gnoll. This one just looks strong and powerful, and it kind of exudes from him in a bit of an aura. You see he's got a interesting weapon held at his side, this flail with three skulls on it, with that are sort of bound in iron with uh, little jagged points on it. Very peculiar-looking weapon that seems to weep black smoke, even as it's just sitting there not in use. This creature is leaning back in the chair, feasting on a bit of meat left over on a bone that, at this point, you have to assume is human flesh of some sort or another. You see, just a little ways away from this creature, Another quite bizarre-looking monster. Again, you're not certain if it's a demon or something else, but it is large, holding a... basically just holding a great axe that looks particularly brutal. It's got 
bat-like wings and horns, and it's green of skin, heavily muscled, and it's kind of leaning up against a table with a bit of a wry smile on its face as it converses with the Knoll leader. You see, this thing doesn't seem intimidated by the Knoll at all, and I'm, I'll show you a picture of him, and I'll show you a picture of the leader as well. Hmm. Winged, green. Oh. Okay. Oh. Yep. Yeah, he looks like. Um. Yeah. No. Kind of. You got. You kind of got a. What looks like a a um a fairly hefty Looks like sort of a cross between a demon and an orc. Well, that's probably just because of the green. I'm thinking that. And what looks like. Someone crossed a dog with a barbarian. Like yeah. a particularly, particularly rabid, rabid um, mm. vicious looking. Kind of almost like a wolf or werewolf with a with a yeah, with a barbarian. Yeah. Pretty, he does um, have a bit of a werewolfly look, I think. <laughs> yeah. And um, you see a few other gnolls sort of in the tent, even though the tent's quite open. They're sat round tables just eating and feasting and enjoying themselves. Again, they look a bit tougher than the regular gnolls you've been seeing, but they're not really paying attention to their leader's conversation. Are you going to try to get any closer to listen to what's being said, or are you keeping a bit of distance? How close am I? At the moment, probably about, what, depends how safe you feel, but I'd say about 60, 70 feet away. Are they very occupied within themselves? I mean, are they talking to each other and they're not really looking around, or are they looking at... The Rogar's spectacle? They're not looking at Rogar, they're talking to each other. The rest of the gnolls all seem to be celebrating. Some are watching the uh, Rogar cheering outside, but uh, this camp is a lot more chaotic than the other side. It's kind of all a bit of a free-for-all. Okay, I'm gonna... And there's a load of them in there. There's a few, yeah. (laughs) Fuck it, I'll go in. Well, not go in, but try and get closer. Okay. Are you going to try to take a seat at one of these tables or just sort of stand there? Are the majority sat or stood? Uh, most of them are sat. Fuck it. I'll sit. Okay. You sit at one of the tables and the knolls don't pay you that much attention, to be honest, as you start to try listening. And uh, as you've gotten closer, you pick up a bit of conversation. You hear the larger green-skinned creature speak. What do the reports say, Volreth? Have your raids been successful? Have you found the heart yet? Volreth sort of snarls angrily. <sighs> no luck yet. <sighs> How can no one have found it? We've searched all over these lands. And yet we see nothing, not a hint or trace. The demonic creature chuckles a little bit and goes, <laughs> I'm sure you'll find it soon enough. Regardless, you're still getting plenty of prisoners, yes? Keep up the sacrifices. Keep our demon friends happy. Lorith snarls a little bit at that as well. You see this, this guy... Snow probably isn't the the laughing sort. And he looks out over the bonfire and goes, Yes, yes, there 
more great and glorious servants of Yinogu pour into this plain. Soon the great slaughter will encompass the world. We will bleed the lesser races dry. Is that not what Morin Hall said? That our time is soon upon us. The demon, or demonic looking entity of sorts, nods and goes, Indeed, the great dreamer spoke well. He knows what is to come. Trust in the plan of Oreth, and great rewards will be yours. As you're quite close to this large creature, this sort of demon, but you're wondering, given how it talked about the other creatures, and it is speaking in abyssal because it and Voreth seem to share that as a common language, you think that maybe this creature is also a Yuvaloth rather than a straight-up demon. There seems to be another faction at play here in some capacity. And one thing you do notice on this creature that you couldn't see on the other one because you were too far away. You notice on its loincloth, this kind of ragged-looking thing. You notice a symbol just over a bit of the armor. It's kind of marked on in black. A symbol of an I, the letter I, and then over the top of it, a stencil, uh, a stylized I symbol. So like an I letter and then an I symbol imposed on top of it, which is a symbol you've not seen before. As they continue, Volreth kind of spits on the ground a big, nasty chunk of blood coming out of his mouth. I don't take kindly to being watched over by you. I don't need your help here. My men are strong. We don't need babysitters. We don't need watching. By you, or by the orcs. Doesn't Morinhal know that? And the Ugoloth nods and goes, Oh, I am not your caretaker, Volrith. Calm yourself. The Awoken are only here to help you, to guide you, for our greater benefits, and in service to our masters. And... I think that's where we'll end this episode. Oh, <laughs> well, you're in a better situation than I am, I'll tell you now. <laughs> yeah, actually I forgot where we left you. Yeah, I am. Well, I I I I have I an idea of what I might do, but I won't I won't spoil it for next time. Uh I've got a week to think about it. <laughs> you do indeed. So, um, well, I hope you had fun. Little uh, first night infiltration of this camp with uh, so much going on and so much to see. <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're all in shock. Yeah. <laughs> well, while you guys are in shock, if uh, anyone wants to contribute towards our Patreon, you can at Patreon.com/gtmp. We have multiple tiers on there, all offering different rewards. And all of them give you access to our Discord server, where we talk sort of behind the scenes, share upcoming lore and knowledge and things like that, and all around have a good time. 
If you want to chat with us directly, we're also on Twitter. I am there as at TreasonNo, and my players are there with their player names and GTMP at the end of it. We also have a WordPress website and a Facebook group at Gunpowder Treason No Plot. And I guess I'll hand you over to my co-hosts to say their own little goodbyes. Well, as has become accustomed, I'm going to take you somewhere else in this world of ours. And we see our man dressed in black. Is at this time, we see him looking in a mirror. We see white, white face paint with black lines all around. And he's wondering, did I always look like this? I like this. I've been James Bunkle. It's always interesting following that um, enigmatic little tale that's going on. <laughs> um, yes, uh, if you want to hear more from me, I'm afraid, as usual, you can't. Um, but moving on, uh, we are up to, I believe, the letter T um, in whatever Tommy's list of weapons, book of weapons, whatever he wants to call it today is. Right, so T... T was a bit of an interesting one, but I think I've settled on what I want for T. Uh, T is for Tomahawk. I do like a Tomahawk. It's an interesting weapon, cultural weapon, you know. It, uh, it's got a lot of uses. You can um, light it up and smoke it, which is pretty fucking cool. Uh, you can lob it. You can hack with it. You can use it to chop wood if you want. You can use it to chop heads. It's an all-round kind of utilitarian... Uh, tool really do a lot lot of things with it but i think the main use as i say is uh is the old throwing you know sets it apart from your average axe and stuff you can you can launch it a fair distance and if you practice get good at it you can really do some damage from a distance away and it's all i do like doing damage from a distance away because then the other fucker can't get back at you especially if he's stuck with a melee weapon like a pleb so yeah tomhawk useful weapon I'll give it I'll give it three daggers up. And if you're looking for a joke from me, you're not gonna get one this week. No one's giving me a new one, so tough. <laughs> I will look for more. Look for more or, or or come up with your own jokes. I mean I came up with my own joke last week for um for the pod. If if someone wants to come up with a with a GTMP themed joke rather than just a generic GT uh, generic D and D one, then go for it. Hit me up with it. I look forward to it. As you said, the letter is T this week, such as treants, which typically have face-like features on their bark, and a division between their trunk that form legs and long branches that serve as arms. In their adolescence, treants are often more energetic, rebellious and reckless, but as they age, they prefer to while away their days in quiet contemplation, rooted in place as though they were a normal tree. I'm going to be looking out now while I'm... Hello, little orc. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, true. Yeah. Treant. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, do do check the, check the woods near your house if you live near woods and make sure none of them are following you. <laughs> hmm. Well, I say thank you for joining us, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. See ya. You see... 
looking up from the ground, blood-red clouds boiling across the sky. You did ask me to bring the thunder. <laughs> Dejin! Dejin! Uh, help! I've got the chalice, please! Well, if they're following you, then I guess that takes care of a loose end for me. <laughs> All of you feel the earth beneath you shake and crack and break. I feel that I have failed both of you, and I am sorry for that. This has nothing to do with you being a bad leader. Do you want a countdown? Oh, I think I want a countdown. I wanted Three, to help. I always had good two, intention. I did not deserve to die. Now. The Lucky Die Podcast is a weekly 5e Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Join our adventure every Monday wherever you download podcasts by searching for The Lucky Die. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects you heard during this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so be sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.